All right, hello and welcome to uh, in the, the In The Clear NRL podcast for as we head into round 14. I'm Connor Hickey and I have with me Paul Roberts. Hey, Paul. G'day, Connor. How are you? I'm very good. And Chris Bullos. Hey, Connor. Great to be here. So we're talking NRL, a little bit of origin this week as well. Um, as always, this podcast is produced by Australian Community Media, which is a division of Fairfax Media. Um, if you like NRL, you can also check us out on Facebook, In The Clear NRL podcast. We're posting um, a lot of uh, content from around the ACM and Fairfax networks up there as well, plus the podcast. So if you uh, if you enjoy us, you can check us out there. Um, you won't be disappointed. So we're going to jump into the uh, into footy. Good, nice, good. So what, what stuck? Yeah, what yeah, stuck to me stuck. was or what stuck is how stuck the Bulldogs are at the moment. I can't believe a team can fall from grace that. From you know, everyone keeps talking about you know how they you know they've been made the finals of consecutive years, but this year they've just fallen off the perch. You know, it's what it is. Desi's coaching. Uh, for me, they just play too. They play too structured before the line. They're just passing behind the line. It just it's it's a it's a formula that is hasn't been successful in recent years, and they just they look tired and old. And you know, I can't see them getting out of it to be honest. Yeah, I think we said it earlier this year when they were going through a, a downtime as well that they're playing like the Dragons did last year. They're playing everything's before the line. It is very structured. They can get to the 20, the opposing 20. They have no idea what to do once they get there. And um, they're not looking at danger. They and can't score points. They, they, can't, score they points. can't score points. And, they don't, and the halves don't look like creating any chances. And... You know, they get Reynolds back this week, which is a big boost, but they've just got no creativity. I just don't... And even with Woods and Foran come, coming next year, I just don't see how they... You know, the way that they roster they got. I can't see them getting out. It could be some dark days for the Bulldogs. Yeah, I was just looking at... Um, glancing at the Knights team list. Trent Hodkinson isn't uh, named for the Knights. Obviously a former Bulldog. I wonder if they regret letting him go, and he regrets actually going, because he... You know, he went and played a full season up there last year, and now has been dropped. And I mean, because there was obviously two years ago that was... Moses Empire was sort of in great form and they you know they were fighting to keep him and they had to let one go and Hodkins ended up ended up leaving I wonder if they could have their time again they'd, they'd maybe um, it's a very good point yeah, yeah I think I think they are missing a, someone to guide them around the field that's that's the least of their concerns I think they've got plenty of concerns yeah definitely the, the book I just I don't I don't get them. Like they, they, they kind of get. They're just boring to watch. Yeah, they're they're, they are. To they're watch. a terrible team to watch. And I mean, they they went um, they went up to Brisbane a few weeks ago and and beat Brisbane. But then you know they'd also been flogged by about thirty points by Manly. I mean, I just I, I can't can't pick them. Like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird year for the Bulldogs. If they start losing sight of the top eight, will they drop off even more? I think more? it might get. Bit ugly. It could well, get the, fa- ugly. the fans are starting to revolt him to now. I don't, I just can't see. I think there has to be a point in this season where Des Hazard goes. I'm thinking about next year, and they start changing their style because there'll come a point in the next four to six weeks. I think Paul, you're going to talk about yeah, about origin period. Mm. Once they get through this origin period, if they're out of contention, there's going to be seven or eight rounds where they can they'll be out of contention. Can just focus purely on next year. You uh, and I say this with tongue firmly in cheek. The Bulldogs fans are often revolting, but um, <laughs> let's uh, sorry, doggies. Um, let, let's yeah. The, my point about the origin ties into the Bulldogs' poor display. This and you mentioned it last week, and we've discussed it before. This origin period, it, it, it's just this. Um, 
I don't know, deep, dark hole, black hole of football where teams use... It's almost an excuse to play poorly. It's like, oh, well, it's the origin period. And I think some teams and some games that we're going to talk about have been really affected by that. And they're pretty poor. And and I know I bagged Super Rugby many times this, mm-hmm. this year and a fair few times um, recently... They, for example, have one good thing, nothing on the field, but off the field, I think their last game before they break for a hiatus of about three weeks because of the Test Series, they've got the Chiefs and the Hurricanes playing this Friday, then they have no super football until July 1, so there's a good two and a half, three week break. Um, They do it, I think it's a terrific thing for their comp, it doesn't impact on the actual super competition. We, we we are now playing NRL. We've been excited. The weird thing is we've now been excited by State of Origin and now we're going, oh, when's the next State of Origin? Cripes. It's another three weeks yeah. away. Well, so isn't they've there, got it wrong. Something's not right. There's talk about, uh, I don't know if this is actually confirmed or not, but they next year they want to play in Origin on either a Saturday or a Sunday and kind of condense it down a bit because I think, I think really they probably should be looking to do that. The clubs get annoyed. I think the fans get annoyed as well. The players surely must must not like it with all the um, basically nine nine weeks. You know, chopping and changing in the teams, and it'd be hard to build a rhythm up. Um, in, in, unless you're one of the teams like the Knights, maybe who have no Origin players. Maybe uh, the Warriors. Oh, they've got Lily. You know, you know. Um, it's. I wouldn't even mind seeing Origin not played on a Wednesday night anymore. I think Channel Nine would want that because. They would get the big ratings, but really, it's a, it's you know, I know there's a lot of conservative people in, in rugby league, but it's it's playing it on a Wednesday night every three weeks is a product of a different era, and I think in 2017 or 2018 or whatever they probably should look at changing it. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a good point because it's, it, it, am I right in saying the first time in my memory at their new SunCorp that they couldn't sell it out? Yeah, and, and know, it was they, it was five thousand. There was twelve thousand short the gate day of the games. They, yeah, they, yep. they were lucky to get to where, where they got. I I think at times come it, it's benefits. I think I can't see any downside to it. They just they should block the competition out for three weeks and just say, listen, the players who are in Origin will benefit because they just focus solely on Origin for three weeks. The players who are not in Origin. Have a rest, you know. They've had a tough half the year, you know. Have a you know, get rid of some niggles. Yeah, you know, they might even play some specific games on the week weekends or whenever they decide to play it. I think the time's coming. You know, the, the the standard of football, you know, the games on the weekends were below par at best. At best, they were. And a and a football supporter, you know, will get the argument that it's Fox Sports Channel Nine. They need the revenue. We will watch decent, hard-hitting games from another competition, i.e. Uh, Intrust Super Cup or whatever they call it. Mm. You know, it's we, we can all bear with it as long as we're getting the premium product. And once we get through that cusp period, we're back to the NRL premium product. Yeah. Not this bloody um, B-grade stuff that we're putting up with. I know we could talk about this another time, but they had three games at ANZ, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. At least put them together for a triple header or a double header or something, because the crowds, no one has turned up for the games over this period. They should have just had all the games at one ground. I know they were talking yeah, well, that double well, header at Suncorp that they do. Yeah, but at least maybe they had, they had maybe, you know, period. I was at the Para game on the week, on the Friday night. There was, I think they posted 9,000. There wasn't 9,000 there. And then the next <laughs> the next night they struggled, and then Tigers game, they struggled to get 10,000. And the Bulldogs game, same thing. So, I don't know if they if they're going to continue to play or the, the play during these rounds. They've got to tighten it up and play some double headers, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, or at least short. I think 
I'd be happy even shortening the, the period, you know, because it's, it's one origin every three weeks. Maybe, I don't know, cut it down to six weeks or something. I don't, I don't know how that would work, but, um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that as well. Um, I was going to talk briefly about... Um, the Queensland the Queensland selection debacle. Well, yeah, it is um, it is nice after after eleven <laughs> years of of just media hysteria about who's going to be in the Blues team that to see the Queenslanders you know having to put up with it now, it's just I don't know like boys enjoy it while it lasts because it won't last forever but it, it is nice to to finally watch them self destruct for oh, once. I love it. I really enjoy it because. So for so long, a lot of their players have been carried by the fact that they've been winning. And I think it's a finally they've started to lose. Well, I mean, and that's, start- there's probably the argument that they, you know, I think I think that's probably a bit harsh, like carried because they're winning. Like no, they, but they've like been in the, winning, and but they have pretty comprehensively. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But they, the fact that you're winning doesn't mean you're the best player in the in the team. Like they've they've had a lot of players there that have been sitting on the fringes and they've been slowly, you know, Aiden Guerra, Jacob Lilliman, you know, the list goes on and on. I'm sure, but yeah. To me, I think one of the changes they need to make is Valentine Holmes. You know, I, you know, I was talking about it last night, but it would be tough to drop someone like Corey Oates. But to me, the back three is going to be Slater, Boyd and Holmes. That just gives them a completely new complexion. That, that, that team would scare me. You know, if I was an East the Wilders fan, I would think that would, that would strike fear into you know, Corey Oates for me. You know, New South Wales targeted the other night, but I think, I, think he's, I think that back three will rejuvenate the Queensland team. Yeah, really. See, I mean, what Queensland really should do is, is resist the temptation to make mass scale changes. Because as we've seen over the, you know, the past 11 years, it just doesn't work. But I mean, it looks like they're going to do it. Um, there's probably a couple of guys that they really have to maybe just say thanks, but we're going elsewhere. Um, you know, Nate Miles, I guess, is one. Um, yeah, I thought they would have done it at the know. start. Of, you're right, because Queensland hate the change. I thought they would have done it before the start of the series and just said, "Listen, we're going to change now," and then just leave. Well, it because they tried to do that with the Slater thing. Yeah, but, it looks but like he'll get picked now. That's what I mean. Because well, I mean, having said that, the the problem for Queensland during um, Origin One wasn't that Darius Boyd was playing fullback. That's right. It yep. was their forwards were just completely dominated by New South Wales. Agree, one hundred percent. So I mean, I'm not really sure who you bring in because they're missing Matt Scott. Um, well, Jared Wallace and Cohen Hess yeah, the ones been, they've been talking about. I mean, but, Hess, yeah. Hess is a young bloke, so he'd have to come off the bench. Um, do you really want to go who, to a guy Who would like you pick, Paul? Well, I'm just listening to you blokes and just making a few notes here. And Jesus, look, it, it's the old, do we stick solid or do we play the best players? I'm always for playing the best players. And I think Origin maybe now is starting to turn that way, finally. Um, instead of sticking solid. I'm sick of sticking solid because I, I agree. I, Slater, Boyd and Holmes is far more dangerous at the, as a back three yeah. to New South Wales. And, and I'll throw this one at you. Um, I know Morrison, Ferguson, and um, what are you doing? You're talking about the Blues, changing the Blues. Don't no, change but, the Blues. But I'm just getting you guys to consider on the other side of the fence, Morrison, Ferguson or Tommy T and Josh Mansour? On uh, your flanks, not, not come on. Not interested. I know you might not be interested. Hang on, hang on. You might not be interested. But this is about that sticking solid thing, and I get it. I think team cohesion is important around sticking solid. I get the bigger picture side of it. But when you're on that field alone with your, your 16 mates in the squad facing the other side, who are you going to prefer to play? And I wouldn't be preferring to play Tommy T and Josh Mansour making 150-plus metres 
um, coming out and being dangerous at all points. I mean, he he was outstanding after after one game. Um, he'll have a few more games, two more games under his belt, will he? Or one more? Doesn't matter. He's he's up to play. Tommy T's a young man. He's right to play. I just get you guys to consider it. Yeah, loyal. As I said, once you win, if you win, you stick with the team. You know, if if New South Wales lose game two. Yeah, those changes will happen. But again, do you make the changes now? You, you pick the best player. You know Queensland are going to be better in game two, and you can't afford to, if you're New South Wales, you can't afford to produce what you did in game one because Queensland are going to be better. Thurston comes back automatically, gives them a completely different outlook. So you know they're going to be better. You, you have to be better. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I still love to see another big man on the bench because I think they were, you know, I'd love to see a Paul Vaughan on the bench, but that's just me. But you, you know, but I think Queensland... I reckon they, they could make upwards of four changes. Three to four changes, I think. Upwards so, maybe five. Slate, Slater's got to come back, guys. They have missed a trick. Now, That's I don't care. Yeah, Kevy has made the wrong decision. Well, apparently it's Slater's got to come back. Well, apparently Kevy wanted Slater and they got outvoted. But they had to they had to realise that there was a situation where they could lose game one. Will they bring him in game two? They would have to, you know, you played for a series. Did they sit down and say, well, pick Boyd, but if you lose, do we go, do we stick? Like, they would have had to come up with that sort of scenario. But... I don't know. It's strange to me. Yeah, you're um, Paul, you you're you're my boss, and I and I really appreciate what you do around here. But you're an absolute madman. You <laughs> changing that that team. Look, let's go get into the um the games this week. Thursday night is probably the the, the game of the round. Um, the top two teams, Sharks taking on Melbourne over at Southern Cross. I think I'm going to go the Sharks just because they're at home. But I mean, you know, flip of the coin. I think it's going to be a great game. I um yeah I'll, I'll look at the odds and it says dollar ninety each and I think that's exactly how you split it yeah. exactly down the middle yeah you know, premier yeah you know, when they played last time it was a tight game I tipped Cronulla last time when they played in Melbourne I'm gonna just gonna go the other way and tip Melbourne away oh. from home I I think if Cameron Smith I know Cameron Smith was rested from the weekend specifically for this game to make sure he was right for this game yeah you know, it's gonna come down to Fafita yeah you know, Fafita can lead Fafita can lead the Sharks team like he has been playing. The Sharks are all coming off the bye as well. The Sharks are coming off the bye and they'll be fresh and ready to go. But I, I think I, I love what Melbourne's doing. Cronulla this year haven't played well at all. You know, their, their whole mantra has been, what a stick solid in defence. They have to eventually, that tide has to turn for them to compete at the end of the year. And I think Melbourne, with Toe Harris back, I think they're just a completely different team. And I think they've got try scorers out wide. The weather's the issue. You know, it's a bit rainy around in Sydney. If it comes, it's going to be a similar type game to when they played at Amy Park. But I think I think um, Melbourne get the job done this time. Yeah, I think so. And Connie, you know where the pay office is on your way out. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I fully agree. Um, I, I just think I heard um, Gallon the other morning on one of those stations, and he's 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 almost said, um, or he did say, these games at this time of year aren't as important as later in the year, which, which, yeah, obviously, but for him to even say that says to me that they may be, mindset may not be 100%, maybe sort of 85, 90% on this game. I think there's a little bit of um, spur that um, the Storm would have gotten by being beaten on their own dung heap um, six weeks back or whenever it was in the rain there. Um, I think the Storm may get them in another low scorer. Is that a shot at Melbourne there or just... No, 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 not at all. No, so I have actually, a lot of respect uh, for Melbourne. No, I was actually going to say, it's actually a great stadium down there. I don't know if you guys have ever been. It's, yeah. it's, um, it's good down there at Amy Park. Um, yeah. Look, we'll move on to Friday night. Um, the Manly Seagulls at uh, Brookvale Oval taking on the Newcastle Knights. Poor old uh, George Tafua. 
He's done for the year. He's um, look. He's probably not the best player in the Seagulls, but he's a very solid first grader. Knows how to score a try Run, for a long time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs runs the ball back very hard as well. Gets them um, gets their sets off um, to a good start. He'll be a big loss for them. And um, I said at the the start of the year, I think injuries are going to cause a problem for the Seagulls because they've got so much um, because they've got basically a million dollars in Brett Stewart and Steve Maddow sitting on the bench not even with the team, um, I wonder if the Seagulls will slowly start to become less effective as the year goes on. Wow. Yeah, yeah, maybe. They, they Having would, said that, they'll definitely win this game. They'll definitely the win. Yeah, yeah, ag- agreed. Um, look, they were, they, were, they were good against Canberra in in parts. Um, they started off like a train. Although if that game went for about five more minutes... Yeah, they would have got beaten. The probably would have yeah. won. And if Canberra had 17 um, plays, they would have won too. Ch- Cherry Evans was a, was at his annoying best, so he must have had a good game, um, if that's the case. Not just his field goal, but um, he was at his annoying best watching it. He's, um, hit, he's hit form in recent weeks. He's been going great. Yeah, he has. Um, but without Tafua there, um, maybe it gives a... I reckon Nathan Ross would be cheering. Um, he'd be cheering coming up against... Jonathan Wright, so, um, but no, you can't go past the Seagulls to win and probably win by a couple of tries. Yeah, two words, Martin to power. Unbelievable, unbelievable for Manly, and if he he plays like he has been, you know, Newcastle be gutsy and all those type of things, but Manly too strong at Lotto Land. And does Tommy T come back? Well, that's the other thing, if he... would you if he the fact that he's been bringing back against the Knights like but it could be a nice soft game for him to ease ease into if he's you know it could be a game that he he, you know if it's wet they play him you know it might be a factor as well yeah Brookvale's not the best ground to bring someone back from an injury early so I don't know it might be an interesting one for Trent Barrett who's done a great job yeah 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 he's uh, he's been going well um, Sun, uh, up at Suncorp we've got the Broncos taking on the Rabbitohs the Broncos on a Friday night yeah. sure fancy that funny, yeah funny enough I think the Broncos will probably flog the Rabbitohs. They're um the the Rabbits are no good, and the Broncos, well, they lost on the they lost on the weekend. But I mean they're, they're missing quite a few blokes. Yeah, it's interesting. Origin, if this game was like round six, I would say Brisbane by plenty. But you know, Origin period always that little throws up that fact that people backing up. You know, the guys have played big minutes, they had to back up again. Whereas South have had two weeks to prepare for this game, so they'll be fully up for this game and ready to go, you would think. And they'd be up for a big game. Wouldn't surprise me if Souths are leading early on. But I, that yeah. would definitely surprise me. Souths are no good. Yeah, I, I know, but they've had two <laughs> weeks. If you, you, I think to myself, if you're an NRL player and you've had two, yeah, a team and you've had two weeks to prepare for a sort of game, whereas Queen, Brisbane have had a lot of players play. Brisbane on a very uh, rare six-day turnaround as well. Yeah, short, but they, yeah, and they, they get Milford back. So Milford, you know, if Milford plays, it's a big plus for them. So... I don't know. I'm, I'm going Brisbane, but it wouldn't surprise me if Souths turn up and have a fair go. Yeah, I, I look, Broncos, I've got a, a, a strike through every one of their team that basically got their best team back. Um, they'll win, but I agree. It might just be a 1-12. to 12. I think Bennett will take the foot off and just get them through, nurse them through and get the two points. Alrighty, moving on to the Saturday games. Uh, the Titans taking on the Warriors up at uh, the Gold Coast. I think uh, I think I'll tip the, the Gold Coast. Although their last um, was it last week or the week before they they should have beat. Yeah, beat, they were disappointing um, last week. I they team and they just got flogged. Yeah, I I don't know about the Titans. I don't, both these teams, who knows? You know, you don't know. You're not sure we're going to get. Yeah, you know, I I think at home you got to tip Gold Coast. The Warriors haven't won in Australia. 
all, all year, and they should have. And the Warriors, the Warriors should have, basically haven't won all year. Well, they should have beat Parramatta last week. To be fair, they should have won last week. Parramatta lost players early. They lost their hooker early. They got the, they were down twelve nil. Storm back to twelve all. Had the momentum, and if they weren't going to win that game away from home. They're surely not going to win the Gold Coast. Hayne back at fullback's a big one for me, and I think the Gold Coast will win. Yeah, you know my thoughts on the Warriors, albeit um, I'm told the Titans have won only one game out of the last 13 against the Warriors, but this will make it two from 14. <laughs> because, um, yeah, I'm not backing the Warriors, and Hayne back at fullback, um, you beauty. You can't wait. Yeah, it was uh, Manly that, that flogged the Titans. I just couldn't think which team it was. Um, and they also lost last week. As well, so yeah, they're on a bit of a lose. I think it's those three in a row for the Titans. Yeah, so um, maybe they'll bounce back. They probably should against the Warriors. But, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be tipping the Titans. There's no way you can tip the Warriors. They're, they're well, speaking of Origin, Wallace will be out for a big game to try and get in that front yeah. row. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, big game from him. Uh, so then uh, we're out actually Bathurst yeah. for the next game. Um, Penrith, I think it's the third game these two teams have played out there. So that's I really like to see that, um, the Panthers and the Raiders playing out there. The Panthers, I think, signed a deal this year to yeah, play a long-term deal. a decade out there yeah. or something. So they've obviously identified that as a as an area that they, they think they can develop. And that's fair enough because, you know, the, if, if you know the geography of um, where Bathurst is, it's, it's right on the way um, into Penrith as you're coming into Sydney. So, um, you know, good on them. I, I, hope that, uh, I hope it goes well for them out there because I think bush footy is, is forgotten sometimes by the, um, the NRL. Um, I honestly, I, I, like I want to tip the Raiders, but I don't know. It's what do a, you guys think? <laughs> it's one for for me. I think uh, it, this is a game where the winner of this game could could use it as a launching pad throughout to, to go forward. I think Canberra last week they're unlucky. They lost a couple of their players early, and I think they, if they kept their full team, they would have won. Penrith, who knows? You know, the Bulldogs were the Bulldogs that bad that they made them look better than what they were. Um, Mantle back. Is massive for them, um, but th- they will target Mansell second game back. You know, he's a yeah, Bulldogs don't, didn't have the firepower to do it, but Canberra will definitely target him on that. You know, with the late partner on that right edge, they'll target them. But um, I think Penrith are just starting to find the, the form that they, you know, everyone tipped them as you know premiership favourites at the start of the year. Isaiah Yo, big thumbs up for him. He's been in outstanding form for Penrith, and Trent Merrin starting to get back that form at the end of last year. If they can, if that I can see Penrith, yeah, you know, I think they've won. They've won three in a row now. Penrith, they'll see this as a game, you know, that they should win, and I think they will move on. Penrith for me. Yeah, I'm backing Penrith, and finally somebody listened to put Matty Moylan at five eight. Um, yes, it was against the Dogs. I get that. Um, it's his position of the future. It's his position for the Blues upcoming in in years to come. Um, he's he's. Always on the ball, he's an excellent playmaker. Um, they get a lot of thrust through there and gives them a lot of thrust through with their big forwards. Um, and out the back, I can't wait for Mansour to be taking on Rapana um, on that Canberra right edge, and um, that's going to be interesting. That really is. Um, it's a great. It's yeah, but behind the Thursday night game, that game, you know, those two games are clearly head and shoulders above every other game this week. Yeah, I th- look, if there were one game I would be wanting to see live this week, um, it'd be it'd be the Bathurst one. This one. So, um, people of Bathurst and our mates out at the Western Advocate, um, get along there because it's a cracker. But Penrith for me. Yeah, I think I'll go Penrith as well. Canberra's missing um, Shannon Boyd, so he he hurt himself last week in the game. Uh, but I also see Kurt Baptiste has been he's been named at number twenty one, so he probably won't come on this week. But uh, they Canberra would be desperate to get him back. He was excellent for them last year. 
I think they've really missed him this year because they've they basically had Adam Clydesdale sit on the bench for about 72 minutes a match um, because he's just not the same player as, as Baptiste. So I think Canberra would be desperate to get him back. Who knows if he'll come back this week. We'll, we'll find out the day before whether he, he gets stuck in that team. And you'd, you'd, think, um, you'd think if he doesn't get cut, then he, you know, he might be a chance. But yeah, they'll be desperate to get him back. Uh, and then we're at Darwin. Up at Darwin, the um, for the next game, the Eels taking on the Cowboys. Um, what do you guys think? I, I, I'm going to go the Eels. Okay, um, look, I'm going the Cowboys because I'm. I've got Jonathan Thurston. I don't know. Is he going to come back? Do well, we he's, think he's he named might? A number nineteen jersey. So who knows? I mean, he was meant to be back like three weeks ago, and 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 he's still not back. Like it seems like. It seems like he his injury might it's be a worse. lot worse. It than is, thought, yeah. Well, they, it's a tear. Or they, it's a, or it's a partial tear. So if it, if it goes, it's gone. But yeah, the two on the bench, Thurston and Norman. Who's going to play? That's the big and thing. That's the big one. Yeah. I, I, you know, the jury's out on that until we get um, a firm decision. I, I'm going the Cowboys just because I'm just hedging my bets that Thurston will be back. Um, it, it should be another good one in a in a in a different um, locale. Um, Timmy Manners back, I see, for the Eels. I think they'll give a good account of themselves. But if if each of those teams is playing to their um, full abilities, I tip the Cowboys just. Yeah, the Eels have a good record in Darwin. I think they're 3-0, so they haven't lost there. So they'll be... To, to go to a new city and you know, to know the you know, be, Cowboys won't be unfamiliar with the heat, but just the new surroundings, the Eels know what they, they're facing when they go there. So that's a big advantage for them. But... Clint Gutherson, you know, if he's... You yeah, know, he's been fantastic. He's been outstanding. And if Norman is fit, it'll be very interesting to see where he slots into the team because... Well, I think he'd, he'd move into the centres. Well, that's a th- You would think... Alvaro. I'm sure I've pronounced that wrong. But yeah, yeah, I'm sure... Yeah, that. but I, to me, the more times he gets the ball, the better. Yeah, to me, for me, I'd, I'd put him back at fullback and move French to the wing. But oh, yeah, you know, French is their yeah. long-term fullback, so... It'd be interesting to see what they do there. Or maybe Gutherson will be. He's, I mean, he's pretty good. He's been outstanding. And I think Parramatta, were, Parramatta would have lost that game last week against the Warriors if it wasn't for him. So I think Parramatta will show up and have a really good... I reckon it comes down to who plays. If Thurston plays, I tip the Cowboys. If Norman plays, I tip Parramatta. If they both play, I like I like the Cowboys. And just, just quickly, I think uh, number six for the Cowboys, Kyle Labert. I'm not sure if he's... He's on debut, yeah. Yeah, he's on debut, I thought. So he might have come off the bench once, but yeah. I hope he goes well in his first game. Uh, then we go on to Sunday. Only one Sunday game this week. It's the Tigers taking on the Roosters. Um, I'll be going the Roosters. Yeah, then. not much of a game, yeah. is it? Yeah, there's yeah Roosters by how many? Oh, I don't know. Tui Lola here has also moved to the Tigers since we... Um, yeah, he played all right in his first game. He looked a bit unfit for... You know, he hasn't played first grade for a long time. He'll be better for the run under his belt, but... You can't see the the Tigers at stages played well against St George last week, and when I mean at stage at stage, I mean they were holding on, and they but St George weren't at their best last week. But I think if the Roosters, it's a danger game for the Roosters around Origin time, and they'll know that going out to Campbelltown. But you know, unless a pause down rain and some, yeah, and it's really it comes into a. I still think the Roosters win by plenty. Yeah, look, it's a disappointing free-to-air, you know, the the only free-to-air game on that Saturday-Sunday. It's the free-to-air game. It's a pretty disappointing game if, um, if you haven't got um, Fox or similar. Um, the Roosters should win by plenty. Pierce will be back. Um, Tedesco still, you know, is the danger man for, for the Tigers and, you know, he's worth the admission price alone, that type of thing. But he can't do it by himself. Um, That's a the thing. They'll have the roosters. Will yeah. just have all they, over. They, they've got 
you know, artillery across the field. So roosters by plenty, yep. Alrighty, uh, and then we've got a, uh, got a Monday afternoon game, uh, I guess because of the long weekend. Um, the Bulldogs taking on the Dragons. I'll, I'll be going the Dragons for sure. They're, Gareth Widdop's back and scored two, two tries on the weekend, so he picked up where he left off. Um, also, Chase Stanley, surprise inclusion for the Bulldogs. Um, good, like, good on him, because like, is what is his fourth knee reconstruction? I mean... Oh, I'm, I'm glad that he's returned. It's a great yeah, story. Great. But yeah, Branko Lee, I think they have some stat. Branko Lee's been one of their best players all year. He's been one of their only attacking weapons, and he's been dropped. So that's very strange for the Bulldogs. I don't know what, what's going on there. So plenty of problems with the Bulldogs. I know they've had some bonding sessions this week or whatever to try and heart-to-heart you know, what's going on, but they can't fix it in a week. St. George's, I never thought I would say this about St. George, but they are playing a brand of football that's really good to watch, and they're, just, they're playing off the cuff, and they just, you know, Dugan back, Widdop back. They know what they, they 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 look like a team that knows what they're doing and everyone knows their job and they're just playing to a structure that that's not really structured but they got a little bit of structure they just play to the forwards play off some offloads and you know dragons will win and win well. Yeah, it's um it's an interesting one. I thought these two teams were the most disappointing last weekend. Certainly the dogs and um, after the first twenty minutes, the last sixty minutes, the dragons were awful. They, they, they got a little bit too confident and started playing um, beyond their means. I think I said to my wife watching it at the time, um, with it back, he played really well, um, you know, certainly for that first half and, and continued to be the danger and the class player. Um, dead cat bounce, Desi. Um, I, I can't see them. I think you're right. I think there'll be a, an improvement, but I don't think they can fix it in seven days or, or, or eight or whatever it is. Um, you've got to back the Dragons, but but beware the wounded dog. They love this game. The Bulldogs yeah, love do. this type of situation where their back's against the wall. They'll they'll go into camp this week. Jay, the, to be fair, they were missing. You know, Josh Jackson looked very tired last. You know, I, I wouldn't have played him. You know, he looked very tired backing up from Origin. It's one of those games where you've got to say, do you back him up? You know, James Graham was, was missing last week. Brett Morris was missing last week. You know, I think they'll be a lot better, but they need to be a whole lot. Yeah, just their, we talked about it before. Their attack is just non-existent. Yeah, definitely. Well, look, uh, that's that's it for the game. So, uh, final thoughts, guys? Look, my, my final thought is a, a pretty sombre one, I suppose. It, it's Greg Inglis returning to the to the squad, to the South Sydney squad after his his troubles and, and just thoughts go out to him and and just perhaps some of our listeners don't know, but us in the media, um, we do take these things pretty seriously and it's not all gung-ho and, and let's get the story. We're also administered and, and led by some pretty important associations to do with mental health and, and suicide and and they are the DART organisation in, in Melbourne and also Mindframe, um, the main charter that we follow is, is based in Newcastle. So have a look at um, the DART organisation and, and uh, Mindframe. They do a heck of a lot of good work for the media and, um, and we get a lot of direction from them and um, to, to make sure that we take care of the people we're writing stories about. So that's my... Somber thought, but but my, my thoughts go out to GI and his family, and and yeah, let's hope um, he has a good transition back into the game. Yeah, second that. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, my final thought is um, is with all the the subpar NRL on the weekend, it was easy to see some big performances stood out. And for me, uh, Boyd Corner just taking his game to an absolute oh, new yeah. level. It just it's 
the fact and I, I want to throw in Nathan Brown's performance with the you know I think he got needled up with the fractured rib. He played really well for Parramatta. But Boyd cornered a backup after Wednesday night to play 80 minutes in a tough game against Brisbane. You know, it was outstanding. And I, you know, if I was the Roosters, I'd consider consider resting him this week against a team like the Tigers. You know, to manage him. But yeah, he was outstanding. That's he's great. better yeah. than what I thought he was. He's, to be honest. He, well, He's outstanding. He's yeah. He just never gives it. Never gives an inch and just plays to the you know to, to get him to rest might be a bit of a challenge. But you know I think to manage him, oh, my final thought would be to give him a rest this week. Uh, and my final thought is actually something that Paul talked about early, earlier in the year. Um, yeah, you're right about the play the play the ball. It's pretty ordinary. Um, in Origin, it was disgusting. But anyway, look, I'll, I'll keep it brief because we just have a nice final thought there. Um, that's it for this week, guys. Please, um, please like us on Facebook um, if you enjoy the podcast. We're going to try, as I said at the top, we're going to try get lots of quality NRL content. And when I say we're going to try, we are getting lots of um, quality NRL content up there. So um, if you like, if you enjoy the NRL, give us a like. Um, and otherwise, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, enjoy guys. Enjoy the footy, guys. See you, guys.